Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about bloggers and podcasters in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and today we have the audio from our April podcasting meetup where we explored the power of cross-promotion with Fonda Mithrush of Northwest Fest. Before we get into the show, I want to thank our excellent partners. Uh, Northwest Fest is Edmonton's nonfiction film, art, and music festival. It runs May 4th to 14th, and you can learn more at northwestfest.com. Flatter Me Belts sells ethically made no-bulk belts at flattermebelts.com. It is also co-organizer of Fashion Revolution Week in Edmonton, which just uh, ended as we were doing our podcast meetup. You can learn more about that at fashionrevolution.org. Variant Editions sells comics and books and hosts many fantastic meetups, including ours. You can visit them at variantedmonton.com. Thanks as well to Cafe Rista for catering. Check them out at caferista.ca. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria, where award-winning podcasters help you record, edit, and publish your podcast. You'll hear more from Erica and Stephen from Castria later in the show. And now, on with the meetup. Today, we are going to talk about the power of cross-promotion, particularly in the context of a very interesting collaboration that's coming up between Edmonton's podcasting community, of which you are um, stars, and, and Northwest Fest, which is Edmonton's nonfiction film, music, and art festival. So we're going to be talking to Fonda Mithrush, who's the managing director of Northwest Fest, also a once-in-future podcaster, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a huge fan of podcasts. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm a nut for podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Fonda Mithrush. She describes herself as a perennial asker of questions and teller of tales. So that's a good <laughs> thing to do if you want to be on a microphone. And she's been a key participant in Edmonton's art scene for many years. In addition to her role at Northwest Fest, she's also executive director of Lit Fest, which is Edmonton's nonfiction literary festival, which happens in the fall. Mm-hmm. And she and Paul and Andrew, Paul Blinoff and Andrew, Paul, there's a lot of Pauls. Uh, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of Pauls in my life. <laughs> yeah. They have an award-winning podcast called I Don't Get It, which is about contemporary dance, which I love that you have a podcast about dance. That's like dancing about architecture, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, please welcome Fonda. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell me, first of all, why do you love podcasts? What is the thing that um, attracts you to that form? Um, I I always like the voice of someone else being around. Um, I work, uh, because I work festivals, I have a lot of time um, where I work uh, at home by myself. And so like having voices there is always great. I also am just a great fan of storytelling. And so if, you know, there's a good story going on, um, that's, that's something that I always appreciate. I was also a really big radio kid, like used to listen to CBC, grew up on CBC, never listened to music stations, yeah. always listened to, you know, either news coverage or stories. Yeah. So uh, it's podcast just ended up being like this really, really perfect thing for me. Um, and yeah, and I, I, you know, I hope to get better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're good at it because um, you won a Yegi, right? Yeah. In the first year of I Don't Get It, we won a Yegi, which was really surprising because we didn't, um, 
I, I want to say we weren't really trying, <laughs> um, but it was it, it was great to have that recognition and just know that yes, people did appreciate what we were doing because it is such a niche subject. We were reviewing contemporary dance performances in Edmonton, um, and you know just. The way that we, the way that the conversation came about, um, you know, Paul was my editor at View Weekly for years, and I was the dance writer, and so you know he would always say, "I gotta go watch more dance, gotta go watch more dance," and um, and I said, "Well, finally, okay, well, why don't you come to a couple performances and we'll chat about it afterward?" And we got this kind of crazy idea. We're like, "Well, why don't we record it?" Because View wouldn't run um, print reviews anymore. We all know how the space in print just fell away in the last few years. So. Um, so yeah, and we decided to review it. We also got um, some pretty direct calls from the dance community that they wanted more coverage. Um, and so we thought, well, let's just try it. This doesn't really cost us anything other than time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we ended up having like a, a, like a really lot of wicked fun. Like we built a blanket fort for every episode that we recorded. And <laughs> like it was, it was just a great time. <laughs> So then what made you want to pull podcasts into Northwest Fest? Uh, so Guy Lavallee, the program director at Northwest Fest, had approached me because I worked at LitFest. Um, and, you know, we just wanted to collaborate for a really long time. Um, and I knew that he wanted to get a little bit more into digital media and digital arts uh, with the documentary festival. So I said, well, you know, you should have a podcast series. And he's, he's not really a podcast fan. He doesn't listen to them a lot. And he said, well, I would need someone to program it. And so I said, well, I can, I can do that. <laughs> um, I love podcasts. So uh, yeah, it just, it's a kind of um, like a pilot run for us this year with the lunch pod series that will be at the needle. Um, but, and it's great to be able to feature local podcasters and local talent because as the documentary festival we are bringing a lot of filmmakers into town but we like and there is you know like a couple of local films as well um, but what's great about the whole lunch pod series is that it's all local talent so you'll go to the needle and you'll learn about Edmonton scene and who's in it and hopefully we'll have a lot of good conversation yeah so tell us how that lunch pod is going to work so each um, from May 8th to 12th, each noon hour at the Needle Vinyl Tavern on Jasper, um, we're just going to have a conversation. So um, each day has sort of a different theme. And I've kind of I've put basically five podcasts sort of in charge. <laughs> um, so I asked uh, Taylor Chadwick, who I used to work with at Theater Network, um, from what it is to come in and, you know, program a podcast that would talk about passions. Um, because I know that the What It Is guys are really passionate about the art scene. I said, well, why don't you also bring in some hockey folks and talk about, you know, art versus sport? Because um, we're always struggling as artists um, to get more coverage than sport, and it'll never happen. No, it's not gonna happen right now, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely not right now. So actually, so yeah, you know, that one's on May 8th. That will be a great conversation. I don't know if there'll be a game that day, but um, yeah. And then there's another one. I got Paul Matwichuk, um, who I also used to work with at C, um, the now defunct C magazine. Uh, he's going to talk about movies. So that's sort of like a great tie in for Northwest Fest. Um, we have the ladies from the broadcast coming in to talk about um, how podcasts uh, kind of pick up where news, regular news stories leave off and the, how they can do a lot more in-depth stuff. Um, and then we have Adam from the, sound, uh, from, uh, the Expats podcast and he's going to talk about um, how to get good sound and content and focus on that sort of stuff. And, and then you're, you're wrapping up the week on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ben's going to be on my panel and Trina from Northern Nerdcast about um, 
cultivating a, a podcasting community. Yeah, so each of the sessions will have between two and four panelists, and they're all going to participate in the conversation. Anyone is welcome to show up. It's five bucks if you don't have a Northwest Fest pass, um, but there will be food there, and it's the needle, so it'll be great. Yeah, yeah, the needle's right on Jasper Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jasper in cool. 105. So what does success look like for this project? I think that I would like to see, I mean, I feel like it's been uh, a success a little bit already because I learned a lot just being able to program it. I learned about way more podcasts, more about what was going on, more about the network in the community. And I'm hoping that if it's not only good for the podcasting community in Edmonton to meet each other, know each other, you know, um, just be able to help cross promote in that way. Um, I also really hope that the downtown lunch crew just starts hearing about what goes on in Edmonton and that we have a really strong broadcast and, and podcast community here um, and yeah that's that's what I hope I also hope there are maybe some like funding backers that would like you know come to some of the <laughs> sessions and say wow we should really start something with this you know podcast network or you know just um I realize that, you know, podcasting is just sort of like a, a, a passion of, of lots of people. And a lot of times we end up doing it for free. And um, if there's anything in the arts community, working in the arts that I've learned is that you should try and never do something for free. <laughs> you should always expect, you know, there is value on what, you, you, what you're doing. And, um, you know, if there, even, even if you don't make a living at it, um, you should, you know, you should be able to make something. So I, I hope that that will kind of like get that sort of conversation rolling. Yeah. And then how can the podcasters help Northwest Fest? Uh, you can promote. You can show up. You uh, you can always uh, tag us on Twitter. We're NWF Yeg. Um, and yeah, and the, like get your friends to come out, you know, that sort of thing. Just make sure that we have a full room um, and that the conversations, you know, ask questions. Everything's going to be able to, to open to the audience as well. Um, so yeah, I just think come with some curiosity and, and yeah. Any sort of cross promotion is is fully welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you see any possibilities for a similar kind of collaboration with Litfest? Yeah, that I I'm kind of hoping to learn a little bit from how this one goes, and then we'll see maybe how we either want to package it differently or enhance it so that we can do it at Litfest. Um, I have always wanted to do podcasts at Litfest. Last year we did host Canada Land, um, and this year is the time when they come out with their books. So yeah, I guess we <laughs> I guess we predicted that. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've just. Um, in terms of nonfiction uh, content, I think the podcasts are are just like such. There's such a wealth of content to be to be found. So I would love I would love to get um, even some some of the bigger name podcasts uh, coming in um, and visiting Edmonton because you know if we could if we could hit a Radio Lab personality or or something like that, you know, someone from these like huge star. Um, podcasts now that that would that would be really great for Litfest and I think it would be really great for Edmonton's podcast community too because we'd be able to you know draw learn from them from, and yeah, yeah that, I love that idea um why have you gravitated towards nonfiction? because like Northwest Fest is documentary nonfiction. Litfest is your like podcast 
listen to CBC Radio gal. Mm-hmm. So wh- why are you like that? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't really know actually. Um, <laughs> I was uh, my old office mate Myrna Costa. She, she always told me that you know people start gravitating towards nonfiction when they are older. <laughs> um, and and I was and I always really liked nonfiction. I think it was part of, partially um, starting out in media, um, just you know know trying to find the truth of a story and get that out. Um, even you know like talking to dancers sometimes about you know how do you talk about what you do and like yeah it's um nonfiction has always just been more of my favorite even when I do audiobooks on long trips and stuff like that I've always just been more of a nonfiction leaner I think I think it's a curiosity I like learning um I always like coming away thinking like knowing something that I didn't know before not to say that I don't like novels or fiction but nonfiction has always just sort of been where it's at for me now, what do you think it is about Edmonton that makes it fertile ground for a nonfiction film festival and a nonfiction literary festival and this amazing podcasting community that we have? I think that Edmontonians are really discerning, um, <laughs> and I think and I think that they are curious. Um, they do they do like to kind of mull things over, talk about it, and they're all and they also have just a really great way of approaching. Um, you know our own sort of weird place in the country um, I, I'll never really forget the the Q episode that um, Gian Gomeshi did here um, when he asked about um, you know how, what Edmontonians think of themselves and you kind of heard this like groan from mm-hmm. the whole audience um, and it's just yeah like we, we have a good sense of humor and I think we're able to take these sort of like very serious topics sometimes um, when you're dealing with nonfiction and just be able to you know talk talk about things um, and yeah, I think that that's probably why we have a really strong podcast community too, is because people actually do like to drive really relevant conversations. Um, in terms of why the festivals popped up, like I think we have a history of really great um, artists and arts promotion here. Um, it's really actually very easy to start a festival here. I know a lot of people who have done it. Um, and it's easy to start a theater company and a dance company. I'm not saying that it's actually easy. It's always hard to do these things. Um, but it is relatively easy um, in terms of trying to, say, do it somewhere else where you would never be eligible for funding. You wouldn't have the same community that you have here. Um, you know, you hear that sort of like big fish in a small pond phrase all the time. Um, and I don't I don't think that Edmonton is actually that small. I just think that we have like a lot of really great fish in the pond. <laughs> yeah. And they're fish that like to work together, right? Like yeah. It's, it's pretty easy just to say, I have this crazy idea. Do you want to make it work? Yeah, yeah. We have a really, there's a really good collaborative spirit to Edmonton. And I think that that's why we have, you know, the second largest fringe festival in the world. And, you know, such a very, very strong, um, like I, I have a theater background, so I often refer back to like theater examples. Um, but we have one of the highest um, like artists per capita um ratios in terms of theater artists in in North America mm-hmm. um, and that's like and that's that's a really cool thing mm-hmm. excellent we'll take a break and hear from our friends at Castria and then we'll be back to hear more from our meetup this episode of seen and heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria where award-winning podcasters can help you make your show sound great I'm here with Castria co-founders Stephen Shapansky and Erica Ensign. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How did you get into podcasting before we get into what Castria is? I got into podcasting over 10 years ago when a friend and I wanted to start talking about Doctor Who. 
and he knew about podcasting. I did not, so he set it up, and I just talked onto a mic once a week with him. And ten years later, and many other podcasts later, um, here we are. So my life has been podcasting for the better part of a decade or more. Yeah, and I discovered Stephen's podcast about ten years ago. It was only, I think, the second podcast I ever listened to, and that was a great big part of what inspired me to start my first podcast, which is also a Doctor Who podcast. And I dived in uh, with both feet and uh, have collected a good number of podcasts since then, and it really has been my life ever since. All right, so what can Castria do for people? Podcasting is still sort of an up-and-coming media format on the internet and, and in the world. It's it's gaining popularity. So if you have been podcasting already for a while and you want to improve, or if you want to just take some of the work off of your plate and have somebody else do it for you, we can help with that. Or if you are interested in getting into the realm of podcasting, we can help you uh, plan what kind of a, a podcast that would look like. We can help get it set up from the beginning. And and also, we, if you decide you want to be the one who's actually doing the work and all that kind of thing, but you don't know where to start, we can actually train you how to do that and give you tools to keep you going and then you know, set you free into the world of podcasting on the internet to do that. In fact, if you are located in Edmonton, we can actually come in person and do the recording for you and the audio engineering to make sure that everything sounds as, as good as possible. And in addition to the audio stuff, there are a variety of other media solutions that we can offer for you. We can do video editing. Um, both Stephen and I have published essays in a variety of magazines and books about both podcasting and genre properties of different sorts. We have done voiceover work and voice acting, uh, and we can even do uh, copy editing and proofreading on an hourly rate basis. So lots of lots of media solutions to uh, mm-hmm. to offer. And it's also if if you want to do like a personal podcast or something like that, like if something you love, like a show or something like that, it, we, we do work for that. But also if you're a business or something wanting to help promote your 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 brand and your product and your office and stuff, uh, we think that podcasting is a way to sort of control your advertising message, and so that can be helpful as well. So there's a wide variety of people we can help. Excellent. Uh, thanks for coming to chat with me. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for producing my podcast. <laughs> Anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, visit com to hire Stephen and Erica to help you make your podcast. They help me, and I know they can help you. Castria is C-A-S-T-R-I-A, and they are at wearecastria.com. Do you guys have a question for Fonda before I wrap up the question part? Yeah, Herman. But first of all, I love the Northwest Fest. I think it's like one of the best festivals that I've been like, I've been going to it for the last three years and I love it. Oh, nice. Um, do you see a growth? Are you seeing growth in the Northwest Fest? In, um, in the last, so um, Northwest Fest until a couple of years ago used to be the Global Visions yeah. Festival. Um, so a lot of people still know it as that and they don't, we're like, where do Global Visions go? It's like, we're still here. <laughs> um, and yes, no, um, since actually kind of changing the name and doing that bit of rebranding, we have seen growth in the audience and we have seen a lot more um, 
sort of buy-in from audiences that we weren't getting before. And I think that what's um, really great about it, like we, and and in terms of growth now, they also actually have two employees, um, in, including me. <laughs> um, and so, and that, it, and the venues that we're in are like the relationships are stronger. So I, like, I do think that it is growing. Um, it is my first year with Northwest Fest. So I don't, I can't speak to too many specifics, um, but I do, but I do know that it's gotten bigger and, and, you know, it's grown in, in many ways. So uh, Northwest Fest kicks off on May 4th, right? Yeah, well, we have a pre-festival screening on May 4th. Okay. It's, um, you know, the May the 4th, the big special day. Um, the Needle has offered up a screen for us to um, to show the People versus George Lucas. And so that's sort of like the pre-festival day. And then we kick, we really kick things off on opening night on May 5th um, with a film called Victor Walk, which is about Theo Fleury's Victor Walk um, to raise awareness for um, child sexual abuse. So, and he's going to be at the screening. So I also think... I think game five is scheduled to be that night. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. The screening is at seven. I think the game's not till 8.30, so it should be okay. <laughs> yeah. And what are some of the other highlights for the festival? Um, there's, oh man, there's there's so much cool stuff. I know with LitFest, we're sort of, we're co-presenting a couple of the films. One of them is called Obit, which is about the inner workings of the obituaries department at the New York Times. Um, it's just fascinating. It's a, it's it's like a, a documentary about writers um, and storytelling. So uh, that one is great. Um, one of our closing films is called Be Nation, and that just kicked off Hot Docs in Toronto. It's um it's about uh, kids um kids on a residential or not a residential a reserve in Saskatchewan um, going through a spelling bee competition, and it's just a beautiful film. Um, yeah, we've got tons of great stuff going on. The you know the program it's uh, northwestfest.ca um, and yeah just check and there's it some out. physical programs back there too if that's easier for yeah, you. Yeah, we're yeah. we're doing a series of shorts at the Matrix Hotel. They they have a nice little screening room there. Um, so all of our shorts are being shown at the Matrix, and um, we have one whole afternoon of um, basically Trump. <laughs> Trump documentaries, um, so so that's going to be great. And Jeff Sampson, I was coming out to um, do a post show panel uh, with that, so that should be pretty cool too. Yeah, mm -hmm. Jeff Sampson of the Edmonton Quotient, yes. friend of podcasting as well. All right, well, thank you so much for coming and talking to us about this today. Go find out, go pick up a program, or go to northwestfest.com to find all the awesome movies that are coming here, and come see me and get a ticket so you can go see one of them. Come to Lunch Pods. It's going to be great to have a big, lovely, enthusiastic group of people to uh, cheer us on. On the Northwest Fest um, website, there's there's a page that shows you everybody who's coming. Uh, don't forget List Fest, because I feel like if I don't like put this <laughs> in my calendar now, I'm going to like schedule over it. So October 12th to 22nd, litfestalberta.org. Um, Given how busy May is going to be, I don't think there will be another podcast meetup until June. Um, but you never know, but probably not. Um, so watch your <laughs> newsletter and then meetup page for details. And thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to the Seen and Heard in Edmonton podcast. You'll find links that we mentioned in the show notes at seenandheardyeg.com. And you can subscribe to the newsletter there as well. Join the Edmonton Podcasting Meetup on meetup.com for details on future to get-togethers, and thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.